Let's go. There we go. Mega Late Show, episode number 99. Side B, part two. Mm. The mighty Kojo here. Thank yep, you, sir. Yep. Let me get an applause drop for that, too. Chad AD, how you sir, doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, word up, word up. You was working this morning? Hell yeah. I'm tired as fuck. Word, word. It's all good. Word, word. All right, well, shit, this is a part of the podcast where we're, uh, we do some musical shares. We talk about that. Uh, we're going to have Kojo share one of his new tracks. We're going to share some other musics, discuss them, and then we're going to ask our mighty unchanging questions at the end of the podcast. Be sure to uh, go back to last week's episode. At the end, you'll find all of the upcoming shows that are happening in Tokyo that are going to be going down. Um, if you're out here, uh, definitely go to those shows. Say what's up to us. If you're not out here, still say what's up with us. Uh, Send us an email or you can reach us on Anchor, Megalate Show at Gmail. All those things we love to hear from. Megalate Show, our everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. Spotify, and, uh, yeah, just reach out or let us know what y'all think, how y'all feel, trying to interact as much as possible. Word. So, comments, DMs, whatever, whatever. Word. So, yeah, who wants to? Should I just go ahead and go first since I've already got the ox plugged in? Some music? What, uh, let me go first. All right. Let me go first. Um, Cue up whenever you're ready. Yeah, yeah. This is a track off of Mega Ran's new album. Oh, shout out to Mega Ran. Ages Volume 1. And it's got uh, Mickey Fax and Word. a guy named Sky Blue. Mm, I heard it. Yo. Mega Ran is the only person that's been on our podcast that is in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Mega Ran, but uh, he's more associated with like the uh, the nerdcore scene, like cats that rap about video games and things things of that nature. And uh, yeah, he he's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most songs about a video game. Right, character, video, video game character. Yeah. yeah, like he's a big Mega Man fan, Rock Man fan. So like, yeah, Mega Man. Yeah, but he's dope too. He was out here a couple months ago, last month, two months. It was a while, like end of summer. Mm. This is called Super Friends. Yeah, that's the name of the track. Yo, Mega Man's flow has like gotten super dope. I would say the past couple years. He's definitely got flow, man. Yeah, I was listening to one of his new joints is on YouTube. I think it's a new music video. I think it's on that same album. Mm. And it was like it was like these um it was like that Minecraft that game, like the animation was like that Minecraft stuff, it's just running around, sword mm. fighting stuff. But the lyrics is like it's you know, pure and dope. I, I was really feeling that. Right. He just came out with this album called uh, the Dewey Decibel System, based upon the Dewey Decimal System, the the library archiving uh system. Yeah. And uh that shit is nominated for like a Grammy, like a, a kid's Grammy or some shit. Like best really? Yeah, oh, because word. it's it's an album for children and shit. So they like uh they rap about a bunch of different uh like stories and things like that, like kids stories and so i think it's nominated for for a grammy or some shit oh wow so shout out to him yeah yeah i, I mean you know like wh what i find really dope about megaran is that he carved this niche for himself in a genre that was largely seen as like unpopular it's called nerdcore and shit right but you know he's he's refined his craft and found this market where he's able to just live off of his art without compromising himself whatsoever i mean he'd be out here in japan every year for that tokyo game show shit mm, yeah, and wow. just living his best life and uh. just touring like all year around putting out 
multiple projects and they're recognized you know like getting getting nominated for i think a grammy he's like crazy i would say mc chris or mega ran are like the first names you think of when you say that yeah sub genre or whatever that that dewey decibel joint he did is with an mc name uh mc lars i think and they're the ones that did that song about uh uh, Algernon, Flowers for Algernon, that mm. story about the rat that they, and then the guy that's mentally handicapped and he becomes a super genius, but then it, like, yeah, that short story is really good and they killed that song. So I, I honestly don't listen to a lot of Mega Rant's music because um, I'm not into nerdcore shit too much. now. Yeah. Because the Spotify always alerts me when he's got something uh, new coming out. But yeah, like uh, his earlier stuff, I didn't really, like I heard a couple songs, but I didn't really follow mm. his career as closely. Sound yeah. mm. He's uh, Where's he from originally? He's from Philadelphia Word. He's from Philly I guess this is Super Blue Favorite MC or from Sky Philadelphia Blue. Yeah, Sky Blue Super Rapper? Blue Rapper? Yeah. yeah, I don't know Favorite Super MC Friends. from Philly Black, Black Thought yeah. I was about yeah. to say the same thing Yeah, that yeah. is Hot 97 I mean, Freestyle yeah. was bananas Yo, that is a mastercraft. That is that is high art. That is yeah. to be able to put that. And it wasn't like filler bars. It was like every other bar was just like, ugh, everybody's yeah. faces look mad, <laughs> ugly. Listen to that just shit. Just like, and it was new stuff, probably. Oh yeah, bad. yeah. That's not that, that wasn't on any tracks that I. And ever it's heard like flawless. Like yeah. he doesn't yeah. miss. Like you're talking about flow. Yeah. Black thoughts flow is yeah. out. That's of that control. should make you look like one take shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the breath control. Yeah. Like just he wasn't out of breath even a little bit like just crazy ten minutes. That's like one of the greatest feats uh, in the history of like rap music. Mm-hmm. He's probably rapped more than anybody else on the planet. <laughs> he be rapping. He's be he. I mean, he's been he's had a career, right? He's been rapping consistently with the Roots on tour, doing that shit mm-hmm. since the early nineties. Mm-hmm. On top of that, he's been doing that late show and rapping on that late show, freestyling on that late show like every single five nights a week still putting out albums and still got bars to put out 10 minutes that was i wonder if anybody counted how many bars that was that shit 10 minutes of bars it is mm. ridiculous it's ridiculous what what a special guy fuck yeah i think cannabis released like uh he was releasing songs like 100 bars and then mm. he did like a thousand bars and i think there yeah. is like a ten thousand bar word oh, so maybe the thing is yeah, like maybe. i just don't want to listen to cannabis talk for that long <laughs> <laughs> for like remember this when rap. he had a, a, a freestyle smackdown or some shit like that what what, what was it um it was in the Spain, battle yeah. rap the battle rap and yeah. he was oh. verse disaster yeah. 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 and he was oh like my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i just what did he say he was like uh there's like a hundred new songs in this, in this notebook. Yo, he was keep turning pages. There was no yeah, fucking rhymes yeah. on it. Yeah. I felt bad for him, especially at the time he had his arm in a sling, so he looked all beat up. He looked like a, a like a, somebody that lost the battle like yeah, a couple minutes yeah. before. He's just hobbling out. He's like, I don't remember shit. Yeah. I got a concussion. I remember watching that live online. I was at to- in Tochigi at that time, and I was just like feeling bad i was like yo you know i didn't give him too much flack for it because all to me he was like a magician who just didn't have no more salt in the game he's like fuck it y'all know we all spitting written raps i'm just gonna have to do this right now because i'm having a problem Mm -hmm. and it's just like they 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 look down at it because it's like oh he got his rhyme book but everybody out there is spitting written you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and it's like yeah it's embarrassing but i was just like 
it's a bad look for cannabis, but that's not even his that's not even his lane. Mm-hmm. He's not a battle rapper. And what battle what like signed al- artists that have released albums through major labels have ever done very well in a rap battle? Currency doesn't, but Joe Budden didn't. Agreed to do it and he gotta yeah. come prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean. yeah. I guess that, that injury he had <laughs> that, that broken arm like <laughs> threw him off his game. He, he wasn't training. Yeah, but but yeah, that shit is embarrassing. I've I've never been a huge fan of cannabis. I remember that when when he was blowing up like the Wake Up Show on the West Coast, mm-hmm. we had the Wake Up Show, and he was always on there, and his freestyles were always dope. But I was just like, yo, like I don't want you to tell me that my brain is this computer processor and your brain is that <laughs> computer processor, and the difference in computing power is this much. Like, don't give me a bar about that. I don't I don't want you to tell me my brain is a, a Pentium two eighty six. It's not. A, it's not. It's not okay for for me. Yeah. Did you ever go to any of the, the like smack battles? The URL? Nah. Yes. I wasn't really into it like that. I would freestyle with you know what I mean people around the way or whatever. You know what I mean? I would spit just in Japanese as long as I I flow well. You know what I mean? People would react to it. It was fun like that, but were you working with any artists that we would know of when you were out there? Aside from you uh, know, like and one from um the press. Oh shit. Yeah, I mean um Talib. Uh, oh, you got work with Talib? Yeah, I have okay. a song with him on the uh, first album. Um, who else? Uh, Styles P. Mm. They had a um an album called uh, Academy. Um, came out a label from Corrupt on okay. the uh, underground label. Oh, okay. And had like 50 MCs on there. You know what I mean? All the underground to, you know what I mean, uh, Master Ace. Is that the joint that you did a video for? Uh, Raekwon. Raekwon yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, Corrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the video you're on there with uh, our girl Daisha. Daisha Hunter's on that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. making of the video yeah, 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 joint. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. So, those cats. Uh, who else? Uh, 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 uh. The dude, uh, Five Feet from Black Moon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know okay, I mean? bet. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's dope, man. Some old school cats. Yeah. That was fun, yeah. I mean, you got, I'm sure you're forgetting people and shit because you've just been doing this for fucking two decades. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, word. That's dope, though. That's yeah. really dope. Who, who are some, uh, East Coast rappers that, or rappers that you like now? Maybe East Coast. Uh, of course, Nas is my idol. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Favorite Nas album? Uh, God damn. Lost Tape. Yeah, mm. Lost Tape's one. Do Rags. Do Rags. That is crazy. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. my shit. Yeah. Do Rags my shit. I thought uh, Nas was kind of falling off for a minute until that Do Rag until that Lost Tapes really came out. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. I was like, all right, he yeah. still got it. Yeah. Because I didn't like Nostradamus. And I didn't like I Am. Yeah. I was really mm. feeling the Lost Tape too. Yeah. Uh, the was, new joint? Yeah, yeah. He got that joint with um uh the the Queensbridge history joint where he talk about Marley and then he talk about the problems he had with uh, Prodigy and how Prodigy passed away. That's a really good track. Yeah, yeah that one's dope. But I kinda expected more mm. you know I mean? from him. You know what I mean? I wanted him to really, really go in on that, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think about that? What was that scat rap joint that he had, where he's doing like the, like he's really doing the double time. Nobody, nobody Yeah, it sounded like some old freestyle fellowship shit, like some Micah Nine shit, like like oh you just heard a freestyle fellowship, you want to freak it? All right, but yeah, I didn't feel that either. But he got some joints on there. Yeah, yeah. Nas has been for me, he's been kind of consistently mid. 
Mm. Like he hasn't put out something that's just like, wow, this is like incredible Nas. It's just yeah. been like, this is pretty good Nas or this is okay Nas. It's like, uh, for me, you know what I mean? When I was in New York, his, his rhymes really helped me. You know what I mean? So from that perspective, I always have him mm. on a pedestal. Like, mm. you know what I mean? But but who you think won, uh, Jay or Nas? Nas. Yeah, mm. All day. You were there at the time? Yeah. Mm. Listen to the radio. Must yeah. be crazy. That must have been tight. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like takeover goes harder in the club and shit. Mm. When you hear takeover, it it's like, oh my mm. God. And that's why I, to this day, like I still like to listen to takeover. But at the time I was like, yo, Nas ethered. I'm a yeah. I'm a Queen's cat. Ah, word, word. Yeah. So that's what's up. I'm always loyal. You know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt. But other than that, you know what I mean? Um I like J. Cole. You know yeah, yeah, I like J. Cole. Of course, Kendrick, everybody. You listen yeah. to the Griselda Cats at all? Uh-uh. West Side Gun, Benny Conway? Oh, West Side Gun, yeah. yeah. Not, I don't know the whole catalog, mm-hmm. but yeah. You should get, like, uh, Benny is really crazy right now. I think he's, I think he's, to be honest, maybe like the best in New York right now. Mm. Damn. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, put him against who? Action Bronson? I'm thinking, I can't. He's just think. incredible, man. His uh-huh. bars are crazy. Well, Kendrick's still the king of New York. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead and play my joint then. Sh- should I play some Griselda shit? How do How do you feel about New York now compared to when you were there? Uh, hmm. I'm not there right now, so I can't really tell. Mm. You know what I mean? Everything. But all that East Coast type of, you know, boom bap type of hip hop, and it, it's kind of spread out. So everybody's doing it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, in a really, really high quality, yeah. you know what I mean, high level. Like West Coast, to, you know what I mean, everywhere. So uh, right now, there's no New York or LA or to me, Atlanta mm-hmm. or anything. Like when it comes to that type of music that I'm listening to, there's people everywhere word that makes you know mm. my type of music ah the music i mm. like so right now i don't feel like i don't have to dig deep in new york to find that type of music word. so that means i think new york kind of fell off on that yeah a little bit I, what, what were you saying mega like there aren't really region there's not regional music right anymore i think because of the the way that the internet works and people's access to music right. is not gated like you have to watch bet or listen right. to the box or buy a cd now what's that uh nowadays you know everybody's access mm. is to everything and so they're just influenced by all things mm. regional sounds are less developed than they were mm. you know 20 years ago the cast in fucking mississippi sounded different than the cast in texas and uh New Orleans or Florida yeah, and New yeah. York and Philly sounded different mm-hmm. and you know the West Coast the Bay Area sounded different from Los Angeles and now there's different sounds but mm-hmm. usually they're not so regional right. like they used to be before and I you think you can like pick and choose your seasonings yeah. you know what I mean from everywhere and you can just put in one song and put in one music your own style Word. you know what I mean yeah. so you what's crazy is like you you like a, a producer and shit right or you like a rapper you can go to youtube and be like drake type beat you can be like yeah. west side gun type beat and there's some little kid or there's some some cat in his garage in nebraska that mm. is putting together these fucking amazing alchemist style beats mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you could just do whatever you want nowadays and it's so easy but word but this is this is a 
Hold on, let me run that. I didn't I didn't want to play this. I actually want to play. Let me go to let me go to this joint here. So this is off of the new Action Bronson. And I just wanted to play because Alchemist is top five producers for me. I love Alchemist Beats for his ability to shape like a his palette is really dope, right? Mm -hmm. And so like this is an Action Bronson joint. And I'm not even an Action Bronson fan, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, like that. Like I remember people would give him a lot of flack for sounding like Ghost, mm. which I see the similarities, right? Definitely. But I always thought his voice and his timbre reminded me more of Fat Joe than than um, Ghostface. Uh. The thing that that is like Ghostface is that the the action Bronson formula is the same on every track, mm. and it gets tiring. It's like he's going to give you a mention of being in some exotic place fucking eating some exotic food doing some shit that a fat man shouldn't be able to do mm. and it's always like that it's like i'll be in venice yeah he, he, he just say some shit like i'll be in venice mm. eating venison cartwheel into the cartwheel convention yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. all right formulaic bars it's like you can he loved to use like some words from other languages and shit too <laughs> He'd be like saying some like French cuisine names and shit. It's like, ah, and I don't care for it, but I like this joint because I think this is the joint that has Alchemist on it rapping. And Alchemist can rap. It's like nothing spectacular, but he can ride a beat and his his voice is just fine. And yeah, so I fuck with it. There's a couple, I listen to the album more for the beats. This is Alchemist. Yeah. And he's rapping like Alchemist. I mean, like Action Bronson on this shit, too. You think so? See? In a in a fucking yeah. hammock with Salma <laughs> Hayek, then I jump back to the kayak type of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I never gave Alchemist enough props as an MC, but I always like his guest verses. He did that joint with um with Evidence, uh, uh the st step Lord Steppington, the Step Brothers the step or whatever. Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that shit is cool. There's a couple joints on it, man. Like Action uh, Action Bronson, he can pick good beats, you know. Like this joint right here, the whole album is produced by Alchemist, but like this beat is dope for like boom bap rap shit you know what i mean like it has an east coast sensibility too so this is still alchemist yeah what Drums are interesting. Yeah. Yo, you know what would be a crazy drinking game? is like every time Action Bronson says a food, you fucking like, <laughs> um, you take a shot. The food <laughs> you, you gotta eat it real quick on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo. All you need is like a couple songs to get fucked up then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you be like three tracks into the album. <laughs> like, hella OD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word. But yeah, I mean I, I would recommend people go check it out if they're into if they're into action bronson. Or if they're in alchemist, I'll fuck with it. Word. 
But yeah, um, let me go ahead and pass the ox. DJ Muggs just had an album come out with uh, the god Fahim. Muggs is uh, Fahim, yeah? Yeah. You fuck with uh, the god Fahim at all? God Fahim. Yeah, he's uh, another East Coast rapper, kind of uh, on this kind of minimal single Rock loop. Marciano. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I fuck with Rock Marciano. Rock yeah. is, you know, Rock is so dope at rapping that people forget how dope of a producer he is. Mm. His production is singularly him it sounds like only only what we got here uh it's this dude rex life Frage. oh okay i know that fool he's from the bay area yeah 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 he's from um, berkeley i believe yeah yeah my, my cousin turned oh me i thought he was up from oakland but work yeah the bay area has got a different sound right now yeah. uh s-o-b-r-b-e are they still popping they broke up Really? Yeah. That sample, though. That's always going to make you feel good. Mm. Yo, he's got a song called No Permission Needed. That I really like. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It sounds like a good premise. It could be really scary. <laughs> Yo, I was, in, I was in the Bay Area during the hyphy movement. Yeah. There was a real energy about that shit, man. That that shit was like the whole Bay Area was on fire with that hyphy shit. Yeah. Everybody was putting fucking whistles in their tailpipes. Everybody was ghost riding the whip, shooting mm. out the car. Mm. It was nuts. And I was at the time, I was still like super underground, you know, four element hip hop guy. But it was undeniable. I was listening to Keek the Sneak like crazy. Mm. And all those cats. It was a real, real, real dope moment in hip hop. Mm. But a lot of the Bay Area shit sound like this shit now. Real sing-songy, uh, pop-adjacent, like uh, raps took a, a backseat a little bit more. But they're, it's more rappy than like the Southern Atlanta type of pop-hip-hop shit. Well, I don't even if I could say Southern Atlanta type of shit because Earth Gang, J.I.D., all those cats in Atlanta are really killing it with bars too. So, But this is a... This is a vibe. Yeah. I don't know the vibe. What'd you say the name was again? This one's called Level Up. This is Life Rex Raj. It's really nice he, to see it's really nice to see like the Bay Area vibe kinda of carry over. Like I just recently went over to New York yeah. uh, with some family stuff and um, I went to um, this dude, the dude from Bay Area, um, Pilo. And he was on he was on tours his first time headlining and then just seeing the energy in that room in New York, it was like it was I was shocked. It was, it was all love in there. Like yeah. it was, it was dope. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting all that love from like you know, like everyone's from like the West Coast. It was just like, no, it's just really nice vibes. Yeah, it's dope. He said that's called level up. Yep, it's more level up. Always know if we act X, y, yeah, that's dope. Should have passed, passed. Yeah, yeah. Let, or let's see, Kojo. What, do you uh, have the track on Spotify or Kojo killing the donuts? I got a uh, Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. play that. Plug the ox into this glazed joint right here. <laughs> which track is that? Uh, yeah. Which number? Right. Uh, hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Please, please, please. I need to hear that story on that one. Number five on them. Yo, can I get a napkin? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, my wife was, uh, she bought us a big-ass box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Shout out to uh, B-Girl Chi. Thank you. You play the hot sauce, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's actually a beat tape, but I just kind of rock to it anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? 
I, I, lo- I just love the way you just like the way you just come in on this. It's just like an instant Well, I recently got divorced, right? Mm. Happy freedom. Hey, shout out to you, man. Uh, Maintain your mental health. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, after that, I found a chick off the base or whatever in Yokosuka. Mm. And the first day I asked her out was at Popeye's. I was like, yo, I gotta go. I gotta go to Popeye's. Can you was I trying go? to get that chicken sandwich shit? <laughs> nah, no? nah, not chicken sandwich. Just regular chicken. Mm. Little biscuit and shit. Yeah, I mean, some coleslaw, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I asked her, like, can I take you out on a date? But at Popeye's. She started cracking up, but she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we can go to Popeye's. And we went to Popeye's and get some hot sauce. And we had good times, so I made a song out of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. when you got a Beamer, you could take a chick to Popeye's and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She knows the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I first saw this album, I just I was looking at all the names for the tracks. I was thinking to myself, is, is this supposed to be like a menu? Like the menu? Yeah, it's like a menu. Mm. Everything that I like, you know what I mean, uh, for junk food or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like this campaign, like this B-tape campaign that I'm going to do a monthly campaign for the uh, next 12 months, next 10 months, actually, um, is... Uh, Everything is the, the the concept is is Joe's something, you know what I mean? Mm. And um, the first one, Joe's chicken and waffle. The second one that I had was Joe's housing project. All the titles is, you know, the one mm. H, uh, Mr. Johnson. You know, it's in somebody's house. Like everything's concept like that. The next one is called uh, Joe's Boulevard. Mm. You know what I mean? Everything's called, you know what I mean? Uh, 1970 Pontiac, Catalina, mm. whatever. Like, the, it's going to be the car's name with the actual car's design and shit. You know what I mean? On the gram, all that's the dope. animation and shit. So, Cohesive, uh, yeah, that's dope. That's really yeah. Is there, like, a overall concept that you're doing? Like, you're trying to uh, connect all the projects together with? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I'm doing a pop-up next year around the same time you know maybe november or something like that have all the uh, the artwork actual artwork just placed on the wall and you know what i mean just have the lp and all the records that i make off this beat tape and just you know have a march or whatever you know what i mean so the next year in january is gonna be joe's strip mm. it's gonna be the strip club mm. playing some sexy music you know what i mean shit like that so like yo you yo you uh i'm gonna go off on a tangent and talk about strip clubs here strip clubs in japan you go to them at all Nah. see i never been to one either i kind of want to check it out though i went to one of the joint but it's i I don't know i wasn't really feeling it like that Mm -hmm. it's not like we don't have champagne room and shit you used to date a black woman too so you like to see some ass and that's not really happening out here like that nah (laughs) nah like i had i couldn't go out with no japanese chicks for three years after i came back because even if the the chick's pretty you know what i mean there's no ass it's like a fucking cliff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's so it's like a long ass back yeah <laughs> long ass back yeah yo fucking she got racist. like extra <laughs> <laughs> she got extra vertebrae and shit like yeah. you know what I mean? but it, it, it's that like i couldn't look at them as a as an adult mm. you know what i mean I they feel all look that. like I feel a kid. Yeah, I feel that. You know what I mean? So I didn't feel right. So I mm. couldn't even like, you know what I mean, smash them. Like I, yeah. I couldn't have a real conversation, like have that. relationships and shit like that. 
So I feel that same way about. I'm gonna get a little bit grimy here, but being fully shaved. I was talking to Chambers about this last night. When women are fully shaved, sometimes that shit is off-putting to me because it seems prepubescent to me. Like completely shaved, it bugs me out a little bit. But the first time I saw that shit was in the States, though. I was yeah. like, I didn't know. Yeah. Like back then in Japan, everybody had hair. Yeah. It was like long ass fucking yeah. hair. Like all the chicks, I was like, you know, yeah. I felt funny about it right. when I was young. You know what I mean? But when I moved to New York, moved to States, and everybody was shaving. Right, it. right. You know what I mean? Looking at it all crazy, like, wow, that's a, what a vagina looks like. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, like something going on on the side here. Was it, what is this? I remember the first time I seen it. I was like, yeah. hey, this is a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. On Christmas, like, you know what I mean? One of the girl had, like, my initials on the shit. Hey, <laughs> shout out to her. <laughs> hey, I like when they put in that type of work. I remember I that like, type oh, of work. Shit. Yeah. All yours, mm. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, like, yeah, where does the name Kojo come from? Uh, good to ask about it. Uh, everybody asked me about it. My real name, my government is Koichiro. Mm. Koichiro in Japanese. And when I moved out there, like nobody could say it. So, um, you know, there is a cartoon, the dog's name is Kojo or something. Some movie? Movie? Uh, uh, cartoon or something? It's a cartoon? It's a cartoon. Play like a some play old, play some old movie beats shit. If they're coming yeah. In. yeah. But, um, it came from that, I guess. Okay. And the the first, like, when I went to school in Vermont, you know what I mean? All these dudes, like, there was a lot of white people there. And they start calling me Kojo. I'm like, mm. I'm not Kojo. But they start calling me. I'm like, you know, I got to accept mm. it, right? And I didn't like it at first. But uh, uh, fast forward, like, when I moved to New York and around the corner there, you know, Bodega, like, uh, the African dude was like, yo, you got a right to call yourself Kojo? I'm like, what are you talking about? He was kind of pissed off. Like, mm. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? And he was like, are you born on Monday? I'm like, born on Monday? Mm. I don't know nothing about that shit. You know what I mean? And he started explaining, like, broke it down. Um, Kojo is one of the names from uh, Africa, like Ashanti tribe. Mm. And Kojo is one of the names um, that you name your boy or whatever. It's one of the boys' name that born on Monday. Oh, oh sure. And so he asked me, "Yeah, you're born on Monday. You got a mm. right to call yourself Kojo." I'm mm. like, "I don't know, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I got annoyed. Like, what the fuck. Like, I went back home. Like, and I called my mom and shit. And when I was born, like, and you know, let me know. Like, tell me mm. when I was born. And I was born on actually born on Monday. Ah. So I kept the name. Oh, that's dope. Nice, nice. Do do Japanese people that don't know you as a rapper call you Kojoe? Kojoe, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Some people call. Fat Joey. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Fat Joey got bars. He can say the N-word. This is the mega latte show sometimes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yo, I be doing that shit all the time. Like, uh, like I'll see a word like uh, uh, mirage. I'll be like, oh, mirage. <laughs> what is what is mirage? <laughs> ah, storage. Yeah, let's go to the storage. Yeah, the but. Storage. Word. word. Uh, I want to play, play one of uh, one of Kojo's tracks again. Uh, okay. Another joint, too. This. Oh. Here we go. This joint is uh, off of uh, the HH album that you do okay. with Olive Oil uh, Fix yeah, yeah. Two X's. Man, you know um, I've had I've heard a lot of your music before in the past, but uh, I guess I did, I missed this joint. Like I've heard uh, the Aaron Cholai joint, you know, because that's the folks. Shout out to Aaron. But man, this album is phenomenal, fam. Like I was Appreciate watching it. the videos today, yeah. and like the the joint. Are you in Okinawa for that one? Yeah, 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 man. This. 
And this is you singing too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I remember Aaron told me like, yeah, he can sing. Every time I'm talking, right? He told me like, yeah, Kojo can sing his ass off too. But man, this shit is. Yo, can olive oil speak English? A little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never seen him perform because it doesn't seem like he makes it out here too often. Yeah, he does. He does? Yeah, yeah. I, I just haven't seen him perform, man. Like, he be here all the time. Yeah. Like, doing small spots like Sulfur. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. He Some be rocking. Spots. Yeah, yeah. He be rocking okay. out here. Like Heavy Six Zero type of shit. And I used to go to all those beat shows, man. I, maybe I did see him. I just didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Okay. He's dope. Yeah. He's always on tour, man. He's like big outside of Japan even. Like a lot of people know him uh, like in Europe and shit too. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the one of the first dude to put the trend on this beat making scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A couple of the guys we had on put him in the same era as like Buddha Monk. Like yeah, yeah. they were kind of the like post post Dilla, post New Jabes, but like the first era of like beat makers that were making like beat music that yeah, was yeah. not Dilla or mm-hmm. New Jabes. So, but yeah. A lot of your music is really, really soulful. You know, like a, it seems like a, a lot of it is based upon like your interpersonal relationships and yeah. and like uh, emotions. You know, yeah, yeah. and that's like uh, something that is not so popular to do yeah. in Japanese culture, especially for a man, right? Right, right? You're not supposed to be like "I love you" or shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Anyway. I ain't hear this song for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jam. What's the other joint that I really like off of this? I'm gonna play it next. HH. Is this the joint that you're in Okinawa, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Tokashiki Island. Okay. It's off of, you know, main island. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd never been to uh, to that island, but I lived in Okinawa for two years. Okay. My wife is Okinawan, so I've been to a couple of the joints. Hamahiga, Hamahiga Jima, uh, Miyagi. Yeah. Yeah, but never like one where I had to take a boat or some shit. You shot this at like an abandoned hotel or like a house or some shit? A hotel. It was like, it looked like it was abandoned. It's like uh, they they had pool, whatever, Mm. right off the beach and nobody was using it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of a little rusty or whatever. I just came back from Okinawa. I was out there for the festival. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, you were performing? Yeah, yeah. What what festival? Nami no Wet Festival. Mm. It's pretty uh, pretty big or whatever. You know what I mean? They just started last year. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool. This Tupac quote that you got at the end of the track, too, is one of my favorite Tupac quotes. Mm. Fear is... And even then, my music will live forever. Hold on, let me play this next one. What's your favorite Tupac album? Damn. There is a wrong answer, but I doubt you're gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. Pox <laughs> <Pac's> life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I couldn't say, man. Shit. Over the course of this podcast, Layden and I have kind of gravitated towards Are You Still Down? Remember Me. Because, like, the other albums are phenomenal, but that posthumous album is one of the mm. rare posthumous albums mm. that's, like, really dope. And there's so many different looks on that album, like, s- styles. It's almost like, like they pulled from... When I lot. first heard it, I was like, oh, this is, like, a B-side yeah. album. But it's really, like, a compilation of the tracks he was making when he was kind of still in New right. York a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Definition of a Thug... Uh, Hellraiser, like mm. there's even the intros on that, like the intermission type of tracks that are just really a vibe. So I would probably say that is one of my favorite Pac albums. Mm. Yeah, I'm still holding on to Me Against the World for the moment. That's got that's with Temptations and Old School and yeah, that's a good Dear one Mama. too. Yeah, yeah, I go with that. Yeah. Me Against the World. That song Temptations still goes, man. So many of Tupac's tracks still go. Some of them I be feeling like, oh, it's like. I would to say listen to this song about women. That's the album that really got me, like, like, uh, really got me into the culture, like, for real, for real. Yeah. Listen, like, you over this type of production is crazy, Kojo. Is Olive Oil playing those keys, or is this, uh, Samples. sampled? When did you start singing? You started rapping, but when did you rapping. start deciding to kind of sing? Uh, when I had an album with Ruckus. Oh, word. You had an album through Ruckus? Yeah. I, was I heard about Ruckus that. Ruckus. I heard Just about one that. album, but that's when I... Was it released? Yeah. What's the name of the album? Uh, Ronnie. No shit. Yeah. But um, that's when I kind of tried. I was kind of experimenting mm. and shit like that. Not really singing, singing like that, though. But I always like to sing, you know what I'm saying? I like the melody because all the samples, like all the records and all the great records that everybody sampled from, there's a song on it, mm-hmm. they're singing on right. it. So it sounded, you know what I mean, like amazing to me. So it's like rapping. I had a, a, a I had to break through this wall where like um, being in the States, and, and not being able to fully communicate it with people, mm. you know what I mean? Uh, lyrically, you know what I mean? If I'm bilingual, people will feel my flow, but, you know what I mean? They don't understand exactly what I'm talking about. But with melody, you know, you're sad or mad. or I Even like rap, you can tell like if you're sad or mad or trying to be sexy or trying to flex or whatever. Right. But melody is like, you know what I mean? You hear song in Spanish. Right. And... You don't know you're crying and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. So, so right. that's rap. Rap can be very percussive, right? Right. But the melody, uh, singing style is a different frequency that connects mm-hmm. differently. And so, mm-hmm. word. It's like I, I, I met a lot of people that you know what I'm saying who's into the gangster lifestyle, but still don't even listen to hip hop and listen to soul music and R and B music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit like that. Or the people who talk about popping off and all of that shit and not really doing it. Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah, that yeah. shit too. Yeah. I seen like a lot of conscious rappers talk about the world but not doing shit for the community. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always chasing women and shit. Yeah. You ain't doing shit for what you're talking about. Yeah. You know that's, I mean? so, that's one of the reasons I, I gravitated away from the Nation of the Gods and the Earths because right. my name comes from that, right? Mm-hmm. Master Quality, God Allah. All the God bodies that was 
demanding respect from me and and preaching all these words that was not doing shit they wasn't even doing the plus degrees they just like to use the slang Mm -hmm. to to feel some type of you know godly way and it's just like yo you ain't study shit you ain't doing shit for the community you Mm -hmm. ain't uplifting nobody Mm -hmm. so yeah i I feel that so like when i came back to japan like i had an album called 51st state you know what i mean japan being the 51st state of america Uh and i mean because that's what it is actually but people don't really realize it out here so i I had a, a a lot of songs talking about breaking down the you know the the, the history and stuff like that, and this is uh, actually fifty first day. You gotta admit it, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But people don't want to listen to it. You know what I mean? There's when there's too many messages in in the lyrics. You know, it's hard to like admit it or whatever. The people don't really understand the history, so they didn't, they didn't try to hear it or whatever, right? Some of the people who's who's woke, you know what I mean? They will listen to it, but. Uh, you know, I had I was struggling, like you know, through communicating through uh, uh, the messages with the Japanese people, mm. and I felt like, I mean, the message is important, right? But I'm paid to do a show. I'm on the stage, and there's what hundred people, fifty people, two hundred thousand people. I don't give a fuck how many. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, they paid to come to see my show. I want to make them happy, mm. make them cry a little. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean. Yeah, uplift them or whatever, you know what I mean? Just, you know, uh, help them just go through their lives or whatever. So, does it has to be about the message sometimes? Can it be just about the love song and mm. just make them feel good? You know what I mean? Like, that's a certain things that I, I, I always think about, you know what I mean, when I make music. So, it don't have to be about my struggle, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that everybody can kind of relate to. You know what I mean? Could be about the love, whatever. Just everyday life. You know what I mean? Just some simple shit. Yeah. Your your make. your music reflects that. Your catalog reflects that. It's long and varied, and and all types of different approaches to the right. music. And you know, it just shows that you're a multifaceted person. Uh, you know, um, what about your parents? How do your parents feel about you looking like? you could be on the cover of the source uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean how did how did they feel about that as you were you know I mean, going from being this kind of like prodigy at what would you say you're snowboarding yeah or like winter, sport, shot, skiing. winter sports you you go from like being like this tremendously accomplished like talented kid with sports and then all of a sudden you're kojo the rapper uh-huh. i guess they were pretty chill with it yeah, your sister with it. Yeah. felt comfortable he's the baby. enough to, mm. and his sister was already going to New York yeah. to be a dancer. Right. They she like, still oh. live out there. Uh, she's in uh, Argentine right now. Oh shit! Dancing yeah. tango with an Argentine dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your sister is really worldly. That's pretty dope, man. <laughs> but yeah, they chill. You know what I'm saying? Like we had little ups and downs and stuff like that. Um, mm. They had problem me marrying back in states mm. you know what i mean not just because she was black you know just be married at a young age and without you know what i mean kind of having them involved in shit you know what i'm saying like i just, just went and go ahead and married her you uh you didn't have a ceremony or nothing i did in states and then they couldn't come you know what i mean mm. they was against it though mm. so i'm like fuck that you know i'm gonna do it anyway right but um uh shit even when I was in, in sports, you know, I was pretty wild in a way. So they kind of gave up, mm. you know, when I was you said, younger. Did you say your parents were separated? 
Nah. No, okay. Nah. I thought you, oh, they, you were just saying your parents are, are from divorced. different places. Yeah, yeah. They okay. divorced, but they kind of together. Uh, they live in a different house, like they, in a different apartment or whatever. That's but some real Japanese type of shit, yeah? <laughs> Is that some real Japanese shit? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, no? But they kind of they weird. Mm. They love each other, but they can't really stand each other. You know what I mean? That might be the best way to keep a marriage together, like have <laughs> separate houses. Yeah. yeah. That does yeah. Sound kind of Hook up on, like, you know, dinner a couple of times a week. Uh, yeah. yeah, word. That's kind of, yeah, that that's kind of funny to me, though. Like, this, th- that's, this is what I'm going through right now with this Japanese wife, the ex-wife that I had right now. Like, it's been like two, three months, like, after we got divorced. I mean, you know, you know I mean? she, uh, I kicked her out. You know what I'm saying? But after that, like, Every week she comes to my crib. Mm, she wants one of that little Kojo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she wants the other Kojo. Yeah, the Kojoe. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know the vibes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah okay. Mean, like, so you guys are not like at each other's throats. You guys are still civil and shit. Yeah, yeah we're civil, but it's kind of weird though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want like 100% or zero. Mm. You know what I mean? But she's just like kind of lonely or whatever. She just wanna, she want me to fill that hole and shit. But fill that hole. Yeah. <laughs> In her <Damn>. life. <laughs> Softball. Soft <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 my bad. Ch- Sometimes change, change the music. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just changed the shit up, man. It's getting a little bit spicy. Yeah, I tend it's, to do that. Are y'all that. the same age? Huh? You and her. Nah, she's 25. Mm, young. Mm. That's tight. Shout out to Kojo for just doing the Kojo thing, man. You're the only cat I know out here with a car, and the only cat I know out here with a fucking Beamer. No, Dallinger has a car, but he ain't got a Beamer. So, hey, shout out to you, man. Yo, how did the OGs here in Japan look at you when you came back? Uh, In the beginning, it was, uh, uh, they had the the Nihongo rap scene, Japanese rap scene on, on, you know. So, I was the, one of the few bilingual that, was doing what I was doing and it was kind of uh it was kind of hard for me to get into their scene because mm. they didn't really you know what I mean have me on Nate you know what I mean circle whatever mm. you know what I mean I was doing my own thing you know what I mean like you know Daisha and the people that it was uh, you know supporting me and shit and then we, we got together and we was throwing shows and it was successful so um uh a few people that who understand stood you know i mean good music and what i was about you know i mean they try to be part of it but i never went to them and try to bow bow down to them just because they're ogs and shit and i mean if i respect them musically or their their lifestyle or whatever then i would just fuck with them yeah i didn't just you know i mean go to them just because senpai kohai Mm. shit you know i mean is there like a little bit of have you ever encountered like some resentment because you're so americanized yeah like uh nationalistic type of vibe from other people that are like koe uh koji koe <laughs> kojo is like half stepping like he's not really japanese or he wants to be american or some shit like that yeah 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 I yeah? That. yeah yeah but they don't fuck with you because you know they know they catch a buck 50. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i've done certain things there yeah i mean okay. um but they s- some people call me an end lover oh wow oh damn i punched them yeah but what is that in Japanese? I don't even know. 
<laughs> oh, get him to say it. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah, no. Oh, right. My bad. I mean, fill that hole. Uh, we are not calling the episode "Fill That Hole." We're definitely not calling that. But yeah, that's that's um yeah. that's pretty nuts. I've heard stories about that, like yeah. um, kind of a nationalistic vibe at a hip hop show, which yeah. is crazy because hip hop is counter to that you know what i mean it's about bringing people together yeah. and shit, it's so. like you see all these um japanese cats with 10 uh black artists black celebrities and they would just ride their dicks all day long right but if there's regular black person come to the club and mm. just having a good time that people would look at you like huh? like mm. that at a hip-hop show yeah you know i know so that i felt funny yeah. like that I kind of caught that. I'm, I'm always on, you know, backed up to the wall and she's just watching people, how people's acting and shit. I'm like, how they do that? You know what I mean? They feel funny about y'all, but y'all came from the culture. Mm. But they would ride dick to the celeb. Sure. You know what I mean? So it felt funny. And certain people told me, like, you know what I mean? Like, why Japanese people do that shit? Mm. You know what I mean? They, they say they love hip hop music, mm-hmm. but they treat us weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I'm like, damn, that's sad. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, I'm sure all of us have be kind of beheld it in some type of way and feel awkward in a room where we shouldn't. But, yeah, we've even had people on a podcast that's like, why the fuck? Like, AJ. AJ was very, really vocal about they love black art, but mm. they don't want to help support black artists out here at all. Right, right. And it's like, what is that divide? Where is that separation? It can't just be the language barrier because if he's able to communicate with them, then what is the real problem? You know what I mean? I mm. think these Japanese artists who's not confident with their art as black music, you know what I mean? Fucking with uh, 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 people who really come from the culture will find out. Mm. And let them know, like, you fake. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they scared. Sure. They get spotted. Right. Yeah. Like that show we were talking about that, uh, what what was it? Niggas for Life or Life of Niggas? Yeah. yeah. It's like all of those casts is Japanese, fam. And it's like, <laughs> I could see if there was like one black dude on the thing. Maybe he co-signed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah. it was just odd. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So do you plan on staying out here? Or you, you'd like to get back to the States? Well... I would love to get back to the States. It's been, it's been like 10 years since I came back. I had, you know, I did enough. I mean, it's not enough, but I think um, I, I, I'm going to change my direction a little bit. You know what I mean? Get back to the people, whatever. Um, I came out here to let people know um, where this music came from. and Not just hip-hop. Hip-hop is jazz and soul and everything. You know what I'm saying? back to the slave time you know what i mean it took 400 500 years we ought to make this beautiful music but it's that long to make this you know what i mean art form this much soulful and you know what i mean it was enough just singing a song mm-hmm. just to become this strong like mm-hmm. talented it's just like sing your ass off more more than you know what i mean or any other culture to to ease the pain word you know what i mean so it took long ass time so i don't really you know, I mean, expect my people to master the craft within what thirty years, right, forty years. Right. You know, what I mean, but first you gotta kind of know where it came from truly and respect it mm. in order to, you know, what I mean, uh, 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 master this craft, right? So, uh, I, I, I would try to tell youngest about it or try to let people know through my music, but it's very hard. You know, what I mean, so I feel like I'm part of hip hop, but 
I don't feel like I'm part of the culture right now being mm. out here in Japan. Word. You know what I mean? So I rather I don't know, man. I mean I see the culture kind of surround you all the time. Like the cats you be with, those cats are culture. Like yeah. all those cats. But I rather be in the community, actual Word. community and be part of the struggle Word. together. And you know what I'm saying? I, th- like, I think that's uh, that's one thing that we really try to focus on is building community out here. Because right. we came out here and it was just like, first off, we already the outsiders. You know, mm-hmm. there's already adversity in that regard. But secondly, like the rest of the culture, everybody's doing thing is so separate and just fractured. Like, mm-hmm. why isn't there like a community type of jam? You know, right. why isn't everybody coming together, supported and actually having, you know, functions to mm-hmm. bring everybody up and laugh right. while we doing it? So word man yeah so i think i'm gonna I'm get back i'm gonna go back to new york i have a studio here but i'm gonna leave the studio here so every time i tour every time i put out a project i would tour back in japan mm. so I, it'll be back and forth but I'm trying to set up a situation right now word yeah, Where, yeah. where's your studio at studio in nakano oh okay bet. yeah yeah bet. yeah y'all gotta come through yeah yeah i'd love yeah. to man i've seen i've seen video of it uh on uh joe's kitchen Right, right. Word, word. Yeah. But yeah, man, anytime we're always down to rock with you, and uh, we appreciate you coming on to the show. Well, Let's hit man. him with some of these unchanging type of questions, like. Boom. First question. Yes. Favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan? Raekwon and mm. Ghostface. Mm. Favorite, favorite Raekwon album. Well, favorite Ghostface album. I think the Raekwon question is, like, easily answered. Like, only built for Cuban links yeah, yeah, yeah. is undoubtedly, like, the yeah. high watermark, but yeah. with Ghost, there's more variety. Favorite Ghost album? Apollo Kid. Uh, okay. Mm. Mm, there we go. Yeah. You're on a desert island. You can only listen to two artists, but you have all of their music. What two artists do you choose? Does it have to be uh, uh, hip hop? No. No. Donny Hathaway. Mm. And <sighs> Aaliyah. Oh shit! Mm. Mm, shout out to Aaliyah. Queen of the Damned. Damn, those are good choices. Yeah, that is pretty. <laughs> those <laughs> are pretty good choices. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Mary Fuck Kill. 7-Eleven. Lawson's Family Mart. Damn. Because it depends on what you get, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spaghetti, Lawson. You know what I mean? The regular bento box, 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. you know shit like that uh, snacks family more you know this is why we ask this question we like <laughs> what's, to what's more important right do you value the spaghetti <laughs> or do you need some fucking snacks <laughs> yo if they have 7-eleven family mart lawson all put together like a big supermarket wouldn't that be dope mm-hmm. yeah what do we call it we call it kojo's kitchen kojo's combining yeah word word uh who number one which one of those do you marry what do you mean like what's your number one choice if you only could go to one of them of course they've all got different things but that's what the question is you don't let me slide huh nah, nah. <laughs> we, we've actually i feel <laughs> like we, i feel like we we have to do this for at least another two episodes before we reframe it but we've been asking this question for like a year and a half and uh, we've got all this why well, i don't include uh, uh daily yamazaki daily yamazaki <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them we, we consider them trash we've been thinking about including mini stop but they got know. nice <laughs> mini yeah. stops coming up mini yeah. stops mini coming sp- up they got nice all right i'm gonna I'm I'm say um 7-eleven 
Number one. Number two. Family Mall. All right, you're 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 not doing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing too bad. <laughs> my shit is my shit is Family Mart, Lawson's, Seven Eleven. <laughs> Lawson's, Family Mart, Seven Eleven. Yeah. Okay. As a Jap, I was. What was it? Um, I think I was fucking. Don't try to recall. Just tell the answer right now. All right, last right now. Actually, I think I changed. I'm Lawson. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm more like Lawson Family Mart, Seven Eleven right now. Seven mm. Eleven is the lowest for me. I Yo, think to me, one of the as things. a Japanese person, all the Japanese cuisine that they got, you know what I mean, they taste the best. Mm. We've noticed that a lot of yeah. Japanese people lean towards 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they say, you know, the bentos are the best, the mm. best quality mm. there. But, you know, I think one of the reasons I, I rate 7-Eleven lower is because I know 7-Eleven in the States mm -hmm. and the things there are not at this 7-Eleven. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They got like 50 different type of energy drinks and Gatorade and different types of snacks. But we're not talking about the 7-Eleven I know, but we I, mean, got an I feel like of it, right? if there was a there was a 7-Eleven in uh, Higashi Kurume mm. and um, they had a Slurpee machine in there. Uh. If all of them had Slurpee machines, 7-Eleven would be my number one. Mm. Guaranteed. Damn, I wish Kojo liked spaghetti more. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. Yo, um, what are your some of your favorite spaces to be in out here in Tokyo or in Japan? In my car, driving in the middle of the night and stop by police all the time. But yeah, fuck it. Mm. Like I make music in the middle of the night and I want to hear it. You know mm. what I mean? Just blast it or whatever. And then I just ride it through. That's something so, that I miss so much about the states: yeah. riding around and listening to music. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Taxi drivers ain't trying to do that shit. Because to me, there's no space in Tokyo. Mm. You know what I mean? Go outside all the buildings. You can't really see nothing. Can't chill. The people everywhere. Like at nighttime in Tokyo, it's beautiful. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no cars like that. You know what I mean? You can get around so quick. You know, so I drive around and go to uh, Rainbow Bridge. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, yo, if you is ever it that different from New York like, as far as people being around? A little bit different, no, no different. Because in New York and in the states, anyway, we respect each other's kind of space. Mm. You know, what I mean, but out here is all caged up, and yeah. they don't really give a fuck. They don't even use eye contact or say, "Excuse me," to be in your space. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know how many times I had to kick somebody's ass for that. Mm. You know, I fucking hate that shit. You know how you sit on the like the the corner seat, the last seat by the door. Some people lean on that shit. Man, I had this chick last night. Her long ass hair was just. She was leaning back on that shit. Her hair was just all in my face. <laughs> it, it it was like I was moving it out of my face and shit, right? And then I like I just gave her like a little tug. And she looked back like I was the pervert or some shit. <laughs> and I was like, Yo, you, I don't know if you got lice or some yeah. shit. Like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. But yeah, it's, but it's you, you don't want to touch chicks like that, man. Yeah. That we like, oh, chica. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Know, I mean locked up for that shit. Yeah, I feel like I ordered that one for that one time I touched period blood on the train. Oh. It was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was headed to Shibuya and I was on a Fukutoshin line. And there was a red spot. Nobody mm. was sitting there. I was like, is that, is that wet? And so I touched it. And immediately I knew. I was like, oh, uh, shit. Why you touch it, though? But I was seeing if I could sit down <laughs> on it. It'd be, I don't know. He's I was like one of the I kids was, yeah, who touch everything. Yeah, I was like, I, I think I was still drinking at the time. That might have been part of it. But yeah, I just touched it. And I was like, oh, oh my fucking God. And so like, luckily I had like the, the wet nap type joints yeah. in my bag but oh that was the probably the most disgusting thing that's ever happened to me in public oh shit yeah. but disgusting. i owed her for that that was probably her yeah. at least that's what i'm gonna say but you're right don't be touching yeah. women like these dudes be like pushing you know what i mean you know how like the 
a whole bunch of people, full people yeah. in the car already. And people would just come, not even looking at you, yeah. and just push the door yeah. and trying to push you with right. they fucking butt and shit. Yeah. One time I was just standing in front of the door and there was no space behind me. You know what I mean? It's full. And people, uh, this dude was running and they didn't even look at me, acknowledge me, and turn around and try to push himself in. You know what I mean? With his butt hanging out like that. You know what I'm saying? Towards my, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I kicked him, right? <laughs> Out and the he train? Fell. Right. Yeah, off the train. Mm. I kicked him, mm. and he fell. And I was like, are you homosexual? If mm. you homosexual, I'm going to let you go because maybe you, you thought I was sexy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. like, yo, could you feel this hole? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, you like chicks. Mm. He was like, oh, 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 oh. he was stat- yeah. stuttering and shit. He was like, oh, I like women. Like, what the fuck you doing that shit for? Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? Like, how a grown man push his fucking butt towards a... All in it. Yeah. You know push what I mean? in. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, you That's just disgusting. Like, too like, I hate that shit. What, what train line was it? Uh, Yamanote. Yamanote, yeah. Uh, well, what part of Tokyo don't you like? Shibuya. Yeah? Go on. Tell me why. Shinjuku and Shibuya. Shibuya is just, uh, just, just too crowded. Yeah? And I don't like that club area. Like, I feel spiritually... I, I don't accept it. Mm. Like, I don't like it. When I walk through that through that area, I, I have a good time though, like in clubs and shit mm. like that when I perform. But I never go to club just to have a good time. Mm. I'm too old for that shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Even when I was younger, I'm not like a club type of dude. You know what I mean? So, cause I, I always get in trouble being, you know, uh, uh, in the crowd. Somebody step on my fucking new Jordan and shit. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that shit. So I. I just don't like the air of Shibuya. Mm. I don't. It is. I wish there were more events that were outside of Shibuya. Actually, Man. it seemed like everything. Just, seemed like just everything just congregates in mm. Shibuya. All right. Shibuya's fine with me. I can walk home. Yeah, I mean, you live in Shibuya and shit, so mm, kind of. Basically, like you throw a rock. But yeah. Um. What other unchanging? What about uh, what's your theme music? When you walk into a boxing ring or into the function, like what's music is playing to signal your arrival? Hmm. My theme music. You sometimes will send people these questions in advance so they have time to think about them, but I was just like, I'm just gonna see him freestyle these answers. Because huh. it depends on the situation, the day or the time, right? But can you be more a little bit specific with it, like? What, like, uh, what's, what's your theme songs then? Uh, it depends on what it is. Right. Like, uh, if it's going to be like a boxing ring, then maybe I'm going to play like Method Man, Bring the Pain, uh-huh. or like an El Producto, like Fun Crusher Plus type of, yeah. you know what I mean, uh, type of joint. If it's like me going into like the function with all my friends, maybe I'm going to play like Jay Dilla, Gobstopper, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like s- something rejoiceful to signal like it's it's... Everything is safe. You look safe. We're all happy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Some yeah. shit like that. If I go to uh, go into boxing ring and uh, I gotta play uh, Dead Press, uh, bigger than the hip hop. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean something bass heavy. Yeah, I, mean. I feel like that that song more than so many others is like almost primal mm. when people hear it. It's, it's like chant, everybody man. just is like, oh, that's that's what we here for. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, uh, Damian Marley. Uh, 
you know, welcome to Jam Rock type mm. of shit. You know what I mean? Even uh, Foxy, uh, Foxy Brand had that one of the um, Ooh Yeah or some shit like that. Mm. Remember that? You know I mean, some of the reggae influence joints uh, I like. Of course, Nas, Elmatic from that, and that Hard to Tell, mm. Prodigy. Uh, uh, for me, kind of give, gives me the same type of feeling as Dead Press is the G.O.D. for the part three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, shit like that. Whenever people bring up like uh, classic 90s songs, I always just want to put them on and shit. Like you mentioned Nas, I'm like, I should put that on. Mm. G.O.D., I should put that on. Like, yeah, yeah it speaks to me. But yeah. it's but episode 99. Yeah. Put on that Will Smith. Millennium? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Yo, I've been I've been telling these cats, man. You know how I was listening to? I was listening to fucking Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> I was listening to Shaq a lot. Yeah, just because I, I, something about it almost seems like a parody to me. Mm. Like, I think it's kind of funny. But also, like, he got Fife on his album. He got Rizzo on his album yeah. and Method Man. And, and so I'm like, yo, I'm fucking with Shaq. Somebody Shaq, had a debate about a, um, who's the best athlete rapper. Of all oh, time. That and was just somebody was saying Shaq yeah. was the best one. He got the most acclaim. He got platinum albums. He just battled uh Damian Lillard, the the one basketball player. It was funny. Shaq was barring him up, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. I mean, yeah, Shaq was barring his ass up. Remember AI? Yeah, word. It was not <laughs> Nah, he should stick to tattoos and braiding his hair and shit. But yeah, there's a there's a like Kobe had an album. Mm. Kobe had an album that was terrible. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. had an album. Y'all uh, must have Deion forgot. Sanders. Yeah. Didn't uh one of the balls put out a mixtape? Oh, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, trash. <laughs> None of them got shit on Shaq. Then Floyd had some. Oh, I hope not. He can't read the lyrics that people are writing <laughs> for him. This shit. He's just like, what is this? Yeah. Even yeah. Tough yeah. times for Floyd. Uh, what about a biopic? If you were to uh, direct uh, a, a biopic, a biography movie about somebody, who would you choose? Like, whose story would you want to see? Anybody in history? Anybody. Yeah. Anybody in the history. Shit. Damn, that's so hard. Yeah. We've had a few good, like a few uh, people really uh, killed it. Like, oh damn, that was a good idea. And you cast mm-hmm. who's going to play that character. Oh, but yeah, but that I don't dude. even know who I would pick, man. Shit, can't even think of it. Damn. Let me ask you another question, then. Like, when you were coming up, who were the Japanese people that were in the rap community that you idolized or thought were really dope? Nobody. Nobody? It just wasn't around like that, huh? Because when I was really into, started getting into hip-hop, I was al- already in New York. And nobody oh, okay. was Japanese around me and had no Japanese information of hip-hop. Ah. You know? So. Uh, That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. I can't think of no Japanese artists, though. What do you think yeah. about that classic um, hip-hop era in Japan? Like, Rhymester or Everybody's On... Well, that's a little later. Everybody on Shogun, uh, those type of cats. Late Lamp Eye. Yeah, I have cool. respect for them. You know what I mean? Uh, they kind of paved the way in a way, but I don't like them. Word. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I never really liked their music like that. 
Because mm. I, I was already into, like, when they had the music out, I was already already into, like, Mob Deep and Nas and uh, all those, you know what I mean, New York shit that I was, was into. You know what I mean? Can't fuck with it. Mm. You know? So. Do you, do you have a disconnect sometimes when you collaborate with artists that maybe aren't as familiar with the culture side of the music the thing is that i think a lot of the japanese people even like rhyme star you know i mean they college boys that went to college and and they had like a hip-hop circle named galaxy Mm. that's how they started hip-hop in they you know circle whatever and um they probably know more about artists and you know i mean soul music funk music all the like a data Mm. you know what i mean like on some school shit right but i don't know much about all the all every names and shit like that you know what i'm saying all i know is what i experienced and you know what i mean my my ex-wife his pops had a record craze and mm. you know what i mean i was going through it you know what i mean i found donnie hathaway i didn't know him you know what i'm saying i played a record i couldn't stop crying mm. you know what i mean like i was going through shit and I was listening to music. That's how I remember through my experience. You know what I mean? I, I didn't, like, force myself to, like, I mean, I did try to learn it. You know what I mean? Trying to dig through records and try to learn who's who and who got this music or whatever jazz that sold or whatever shit like that. But I, I like when I kind of uh, 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 meet the music, like, mm. like you meet the girl. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't expect it. It happens naturally. It just happens mm-hmm. naturally type of thing. And I think lack of that is kind of affecting Japanese people's music, uh, hip-hop, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. They kind of force themselves to to learn so much that they just get big head. You know what I mean? They feel like they know, but they don't know the culture. It's like the same approach that they have to like the g- English grammar in school. They get right. all the information, but they don't ever know how to use it. Right. Mm. It's like I don't know how to write essay. You know what I mean? I don't know how to read a lot. You know what I mean? Like I can't spell for shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I can speak better than anybody I know out here. Mm. I mean, like I I know how to communicate. Mm. Yeah. You know. Your English is very uh, colloquial too. Like, like uh, very like native, native and uh, casual. It's like you can't learn how the way you speak English. You can't learn that from a textbook, right? You know, word. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I got another question. What were the first uh, albums that you bought with your own money? Uh, shit. Damn, I can't remember that, man. I'm thinking if it's Japanese or my own money. I stole it first, though. Tight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call Illman right now. Yeah, right. Yo, Illman, piss off. He's still looking for that fucking God single. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole bunch of Japanese records. All like, you remember like uh, time when we had now fifty and yeah, yeah. Reggae now 100 this is now this is music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit like that. All the compilation yeah. albums that was popping. You know what I mean? And I really wanted to have that, right? When I was mm. about like 11, 12 and shit like that. So I went to the record store. I had like a, a 
thousand yen with me or 500 yen with me and back in the day we had this small singles city in japan mm. i don't know if y'all had it uh in the states i don't think y'all we had, had it. cd singles like but but not a small CD, small city no, yeah we, we had, had like regular like size cd singles. that was like a 500 yen right oh wow and you know how like cds had like a little sensor that you go through the store mm. without paying right uh, it rings and shit the bell the alarm or whatever so i had a backpack i put like about 30 40 cds mm. in my backpack but i bought that little single for 500 yen and just, just walked out the store but sometimes even if you buy the shit, they mm-hmm. forget to you know what i mean take out the sensor you know what i mean it, it ran the, the the alarm mm-hmm. and you know they were like they let you go and shit. so i kind of knew that so i just put in a bag and like yo right what's going on this is japan people are still here right yeah yeah and i was a little kid so they didn't really think i was i will i would steal it but shout out to the goon maneuvers (laughs) i like these and then you went to the shogako the next day and you're like yo yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A thousand> <laughs> <years>. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, mm. so it's corny ass compilation. Mm. Now the hip hop fifty, reggae, whatever the pop fifty shit like that. You know that. Yo, that's those, the first. They gotta thing be got. up to like now. That's what I call music five hundred. Yeah, probably. Now that's what I call music ninety nine. <laughs> Mega late show. Shit. Yeah, they had a, a a lot of reggae on that shit like uh, informer. Ah, yeah, I mean, that shout era. out to Snow. Yeah, yeah I mean, yo, I heard that like a Shaba. lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> say that he's like perpetrating, but nah, he was like a real cat. Like Snow was not an informer; he was fucking up informers. Yeah, yeah I heard he was him. about that life in yeah. Toronto. But that whole in living color uh, Jim Carrey skit kind of ruined his career. Oh, wow. yeah, because they they made a like a parody of it called Imposter, where mm-hmm. Jim Carrey was rapping like him, mm-hmm. and uh, all the lyrics were like. I sound like I'm Jamaican, but I'm a white boy or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, ruined his career. I wonder what he's doing right now. Still alive? Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine. Yeah, I don't know. You know this song, Shad? You're kind of younger than this, right? No, not this one playing. Snow, Informer, no, which no, I'm about no, to put no, on no. right now. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to hear that now. Yo, Kojo, um, yeah. who's somebody that you look up to that maybe you're not super close with or you maybe not don't even know them at all mm. but if they were like if they told you yo i see what you're doing and i think it's tight i respect it then mm. that would like make your day or uh oh matter of fact i know uh i have a person that i look up to out here in japan mm. that's olive oil that's uh, the, okay. one of the few person that i look up to you know what i mean he's like two years older than me he's like a big brother to me mm. you know what i mean and he can fight his ass or he mm. used to be in a, a, a mixed martial art okay mm. you know what i mean and he would just go off sometime and it's fun touring with him yeah <laughs> I, I dig it yeah i know but, the vibes yeah i respect him so you know what i mean he's just one of the guy that he's like yo you know what i mean doing your thing about like yeah Tight. you know informer <laughs> <laughs> this is by white dude yeah interesting Yo, this video was lit. Toronto, <laughs> like uh, Canada, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I want to see that Jim Carrey join after this now. I'm not going to do snow like that on the Mega Late Show. <laughs> I'll never play that Jim Carrey shit, but word. 
I don't know, man. I, d- I don't really have uh, any more questions. I, f- I feel like I could get into uh, a lot more. You know, like I was a huge fan of Ruckus yeah. when they were coming out. That's like my era of underground hip hop shit. You know, I loved all the cats that came out through Ruckus. So I could talk to you about that forever, too. Yeah. But, uh, man, yeah. hey, man, I want to thank you again for rocking with us. Appreciate man. It's, it. It's a real Same honor man. for us and uh, a real pleasure to have somebody. Uh, of your acclaim to rock with us yeah, and uh, you, so you know much. you're welcome to come back anytime yep, if you yep. got any artists that you work with that think will be work with the platform and, and rock with us uh, yeah. let us know man we're always down to build some i appreciate right. it thank you all right let's eat some some food man I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> talking <laughs> about soul food house and hot yeah, i'm hungry as hell but work that's it mega late show episode number 99 yo peace i'm gonna come up on this If you're fake news, 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 if you're fake news,
never snooze. Tell him if you learn from your ills, you can never lose. Never had to lick, co-sign, throw me the alley-oop. But you couldn't tell, bruh, cause my number's been through the roof. Roger the man now, that's word around town. Come to your show, you sound much better on SoundCloud. Thought you was popping, if you look at your Insta, then we see you in person, your buzz is so non-existent. Whoa, everything's changing, I'm feeling attention, yeah. Your favorite rapper is now a fan in my mentions, damn, get it right. I've been doing whatever I like, I just been living my life, working a nine to five, five to nine, make sure my niggas is right. Look in my eyes, we had it mapped out, bitch, I ain't surprised. Living my life up in the skies now. Now look at how the stars align. You know that it takes some time to win. I'd rather be out the way. I've been doing overtime again. Working on my level up, I've been working on my level up. Working on my level up again. Working on my level up, I've been working on my level up. Working on my level up again. Working on my level up, I've been. Would you listen to your jams? I guess they didn't understand. Homies only show up when it's time to take a picture for the gram. Hashtag fam, get the highlights cracking. When I'm not filming, you know what's really happening. Not a whole lot, I'm packing the unpacking. Home plan, they think it's all good and I don't want to lie to them. Because they tell me my grind truly inspires them. I got some talented friends, I want to hire them, but I can't. So I'm constantly saying bye to them. Flights for one, no, I'm always at a show. Airplane mode, no, I'm always on the go. I say I do my best to try to call you when you're low, but I swear I make time, fam. Holler at your bro, what's up? You ain't gotta be a for the fly. All you gotta do is spend some time. You ain't gotta fight no kind of crime. If you wanna be a friend of mine, cause we super, super. Super, 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 super. 
set aside yeah. Between penning the rhyme and trying to catch a vibe what? Every friend of mine know a brother in the grind I ain't got a nine to five, so I got an enterprise yeah. When I used to be televised what? I got text saying that I had changed and I was gentrified In my mind, I penalized for the little shine And then I said, you know what, Mickey, never mind, never mind. My real friends understand what I go through yeah. Send me texts here and there showing me they vocal yeah. Even if you global, the lovers there and they show you They don't care if I'm being the mogul or local and that means the world to a squirrel trying to get a nut I ain't even trying to live it up, but I ain't giving up Shout to all the people that hit me up when I'm in the rut More money, more crap Stretched out in the sand with a bambi. Peace to the family. 